everyone. Chris Eddy here with a brief update for you from the local government news roundup. Some late-breaking stories just before the Christmas break, including the announcement of the Victorian Council rate cap for next year and some of the reaction, and reports that the New South Wales Councillor Code of Conduct framework is set to be scrapped and replaced ahead of next year's local government elections. The Local Government News Roundup is brought to you by the Victorian Local Governance Association, the national broadcaster on all things local government. Victoria's Local Government Minister Melissa Horne has set the rate cap for councils for 2024-25 at 2.75%. The cap has been set in line with the forecast consumer price index for the next financial year and is a reduction of the cap of 3.5% that applies for the current financial year. In a media statement, the government said it had accepted the recommendation of the Essential Services Commission in setting the cap. Ministerial guidelines have also been released for service rates and charges for collecting curbside waste and recycling. They stipulate that general benefit services like tree planting and graffiti removal should not be funded by service rates or charges to individual ratepayers. The MAV has described the rate cap outcome as disappointing and further evidence that the system for setting the cap requires review. MAV President David Clark said councils would continue to have difficult conversations with their communities as the rate cap means they'll have no relief from the extreme financial pressures of the last four years. The VLGA has warned that the rate cap announcement will force councils to make difficult decisions that will impact essential service delivery to communities. President Councillor Denise Massoud said councillors find themselves in a no-win situation as they strive to assist those requiring support and maintain their infrastructure, further exacerbated by the crucial role councils play in bridging gaps left by higher levels of government. Councillor Massoud said the ability of councils to serve communities is at risk, impacting the very fabric of our localities. Some mayors have also spoken out since the announcement. In a report from The Age, Knox Mayor Jude Dwight accused the government of double standards with its budget papers showing an increase in tax income of 5.8% next year and more than 46% over the last three years. While Borondara Mayor Lisa Hollingsworth said the government was not committed to working with councils and that the timing of the announcement just before the Christmas break was disappointing. In other news, Hume City Council has reappointed CEO Sheena Frost for a further three years on top of her current contract term. The renewal will see her term at the council extended through July 2027. Greater Geelong Council staff will be required to spend a minimum 60% of the working week in the office under a new mandate reportedly issued by CEO Ali Wastey. The Geelong Advertiser reported on the new requirement, which Ms Wastey said was best practice and part of creating a high-performing culture and organisation. The new executive team, which was recently announced, will be back in the office full-time, according to the report. In New South Wales, the Minister for Local Government, Ron Honig, is reportedly planning to replace the current code of conduct process for councils with a new statewide system. The Newcastle Herald reported that Mr Honig plans to have a new system in place before the next local government elections in September 2024. He was quoted as describing the current system as a shambles and not fit for purpose. Work is underway at the Office of Local Government on a rewrite of the framework, according to the Herald. Mr Honig, a former councillor himself, said the current system is too costly and time-consuming. 
Figures from the Office of Local Government reveal that more than 4,000 complaints have been received over the past three years at a cost to councils of more than $6.5 million. Canada Bay Council has nominated Councillor Michael Megner to be its next mayor after the recent dismissal of Angelo Sirikis. Councillor Megner is a long-time councillor, having been first elected to Dremoyne Council in 1987. He was mayor for six years and deputy mayor for four years. The appointment of Councillor Megner as the fifth mayor of Canada Bay is pending ratification by the New South Wales Governor. A video of two men lifting a legally parked motorcycle from a parking space near Bondi Beach so that they could park their car has gone viral and is attracting condemnation from most observers. The incident occurred on Saturday in the Waverley local government area, with the council confirming to Yahoo News Australia that the motorcycle was legally parked and urging respect for people's property. There's been no comment from New South Wales Police about the action, which is believed to be illegal. The City of Newcastle has released more details on the outcome of an investigation of its CEO's alleged involvement in a letter to the editor scandal, but there are continued calls for the release of the full investigation report. The Newcastle Herald reports that a local Labor branch has passed a motion for the report to be released, and the Council has reportedly resolved for the report to be released under freedom of information laws. NBN News has published the outcome letter from the investigation firm which summarises the review and its findings that there was insufficient evidence to support the allegations. The last meeting of the year for Cairns Regional Council, rescheduled due to tropical cyclone Jasper, descended into chaos and failed to appoint a new Division 4 councillor. The position, vacated due to the recent change in Mayor, remains vacant due to an inability to maintain a quorum due to conflict of interest issues for some of the councillors. The Cairns Post described the meeting as one of fireworks and name-calling. There's a legislative requirement to fill the vacant position by the 21st of January and the council is seeking approval from the minister for all councillors to participate in the decision, which has been held over until that date. Some South Burnett Regional Council ratepayers have been overcharged interest on overdue rates due to a software glitch. Southburnett.com.au reported that a miscalculation of interest had been identified and rectified and the affected ratepayers were being contacted about the issue. The software issue is believed to have also impacted an unknown number of additional Queensland councils. In Tasmania, the Mayor of La Trobe Council has defended the council's workplace culture, denying it is toxic and accusing some members of the community of undermining councillors and staff. Peter Freshney's comments were reported by The Advocate after it emerged that a decision to release the staff engagement survey details was rescinded at a confidential council session due to legal advice and staff feedback. And it's been confirmed that Clarence Council will host a new $70 million high-performance training base for a new Tasmanian AFL club. Rosney Parklands in eastern Hobart was announced last week as the chosen site due to its highly visible central location. More from msn.com on that story. That's the latest for now from the Local Government News Roundup. I'll continue to keep you updated with breaking stories from around the world of local government across the summer break. The Roundup is brought to you by the Victorian Local Governance Association, your councillor support network and the national broadcaster on all things local government. You'll find the links to the stories referenced in this episode on our website, www.lgnewsroundup.com. 
The Roundup is recorded in the city of Greater Geelong, Victoria, on the land of the Wadawurrung people of the Kulin Nation. Stay tuned for more updates. Until next time, thanks for listening and bye for now. Thank you.